Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and thank you for joining me again this week for episode number 213 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. Let me pause for a moment to personally invite you to come to our conference this year. We always have a great time of gathering together and having worship and teaching out of God's Word. And we want to this year to continue what we did last year in conquering the negativity that comes into our lives by reflecting on God's grace this year in a much deeper way so that we can overcome our present struggles. So won't you join me? Go to our website, given at the end of this podcast, and make sure you register so that you can get your seat. And I look forward to seeing you. The title of this episode is The Lord's Mighty Name, Part 2. Do you have a person in your life that when you hear their name, it puts a smile on your face? The reason for this may be that they hold a special place in your heart. They are set apart from the normal crowd. If you mention my husband's name or anyone in my family, you will have my full attention because they're set apart from anyone else in the world. We are continuing today our focus on four names of God this month. Last week, I shared the importance of Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner. Today, I would like to share Jehovah Mekadishkim, the Lord who sanctifies you. As stated previously, God's name reveals his nature and his character to us. It brings us hope and strength when we need it. In Psalm 113, verses 1 to 4, it states, Praise the Lord! Praise, O servants of the Lord! Praise the name of the Lord! Blessed be the name of the Lord! From this time forth and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. Again, today we're focusing on Jehovah Mekadishkim. Jehovah signifies his timeless, ever-present existence. The chief meaning of Jehovah is to be or to exist. There has never been a time that God was not or a moment when he will not be. Yahweh or its transliteration, Jehovah, is his covenant name, particularly in his relationship with the nation of Israel. 
They wouldn't even speak his name out of reverence, but generally substituted another name to address him, such as Adonai. Mekadishkim stems from the Hebrew word Kadash, and it means to sanctify, to set apart, holy, devoted, or dedicated. Sanctification is to separate an object or person to the dedication of God. When the two words are combined, Jehovah Mekadishkim, it is translated the Lord who sanctifies you. It is found in Exodus chapter 31, verses 12 to 13, which read, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. In this passage, we see the Lord sanctifying or setting apart not only a day, but the Israelites themselves as his very own people by instructing them to observe the Sabbath. If you read further in verse 17, it states that this covenant was personal between the Lord and the Israelites forever. God was telling them that they were his people, a set-apart people, a holy people. They were to look different and act differently from all the other peoples of the land. In the New Testament, we, as Gentiles, have been grafted in and are told that the blood of Jesus sanctifies us and sets us apart. Because of the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for you and me and our faith in his sacrificial death on the cross, we are to look and act different, even peculiar from those who do not call themselves Christians. Stop for a moment and ask yourself, is it true of me? When people observe me, do they see I am different or do I fit right in no matter what crowd I'm with? Do I pick and choose what I will accept from God's word because it just seems too difficult or maybe ancient or old and not for today? Am I confusing others as to what a Christian should be? God does not desire for us to look like everyone else in the world. He expects us to look, sound, and act differently than those who are not Christians. He expects us to be sanctified or set apart as his people. How do you dress? Where do you go? What do you watch on TV? Additionally, God's indwelling Holy Spirit sanctifies us and sets us apart, but he requires our cooperation too. We must make the choice to live a sanctified life. Have you made that choice? In our passage, we saw how God set apart the Israelites as they observed the Sabbath. This distinguished them from other nations as they gave him glory. There is so much we could get caught up into as we live our lives today. Let's show by our behavior that we are set apart for God. 
We shouldn't desire to be different just to draw attention to ourselves. We desire to be different and set apart so that we may bring glory to God. I trust you were encouraged in your faith today. And join me again next week as we continue to focus on the names of God. And until then, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.